1: Now
3: The three most important parts of our existence remain food, water, and energy. That's it. Food. Food. I don't know how long we can go without food. Two weeks, maybe? I don't know. It's hard to say. How long can we go without energy? Well, it's different. What kind of energy... Is there alternative energies? But hydration? Water? No. Was it Coleridge? Water, water everywhere. Nary a drop to drink. Right? Water. Hydro imperialism. The most important, the, this is going to be the casus belli. This is going to be the subject of war, of battle, of conquest, of everything. We're going to be talking about the the transpositional and transitional issues regarding water, hydro-imperialism, the most important issue of its day. But first, oh yes, but first, A word from our sponsor. Here's a fact for you. Florida is reigniting debate after it just rolled out Don't Tread on Me license plates earlier this month. Drivers in the Sunshine State can now order Don't Tread on Me license plates complete with a yellow and black image of the Gadsden flag from the Revolutionary War. This is a proud moment for patriots across the country. But what about for the rest of us in the other 49 states? Listen closely because I'm going to reveal a new way to showcase Don't Tread on Me without a license plate. The new version of the Don't Tread on Me flag is the United We Stand Gold Challenge Coin. Carry this United We Stand coin in your pocket, in your gear, or in your vehicle as a reminder of the responsibility we have as patriots to defend our country. In addition to being an honorable accessory to your everyday carry, it doubles as a gift-worthy collectible that will last for generations. Thousands of satisfied Americans proudly carry their United We Stand coin everywhere they go. Try, review, and inspect the United We Stand coin with your own hands, risk-free for 60 days simply by going to www.unitedwestandcoin.com or clicking the link down below. It's free. Just cover shipping. This is time-sensitive, so hurry. After entering your details, you receive your United We Stand coin to your doorstep in a few short days. My friend, in the old days, whenever the ruling class and the monarchs and the kings and the queens would go out and explore, they would go on their horseback to Central America and South America and they would plunder um, caves and mines and they would get the diamonds and the emeralds and the rubies and all of the natural bounty and these fellows would come on horseback with ostrich plumes and their Brightly covered, colored clothing. They were festooned with epaulets and frogs and all these braids and and they would I declare, they basically took whatever they want. It's called plundering. It's called stealing. But what did they want? A lot of us in the old days. The days, remember when years ago when the, the, the blue chip stocks were mining and uh, rubber and, um, you know, coal, coal mines very, very big. Obviously, coal energy, coal, emerald, rubies, uh, uranium, and then later, later on, from the early twentieth centuries, it was oil, and then they went to obviously Middle Eastern countries or places that had oil, Venezuela, our own, our own parts, whose oil, black gold, and then later on, that kind of transitioned and changed. What do we need now? Well. Interestingly enough, lithium. Lithium. What is lithium about? Well, lithium is, as you know, the component of virtually everything that's in this device you're watching me on right now, from the batteries to the components. Lithium. And where do we get lithium? Well, interestingly enough, did you know that Afghanistan is the Saudi Arabia of lithium? Isn't that interesting and coincidental, I would say? <laughs> And then rare earth metals. Why are rare earth metals important? Wow, rare earth metals are so critical because the same thing. And with rare earth metals, what's tough about that is you need a lot of land to get a little tiny bit. To get a teaspoon of Einsteinium, whatever the heck it is, or a a gram, you may have to mine an acre. I'm exaggerating, but the point is Countries like China said, no problem. So we have to go elsewhere.
1: Now,
2: Order now
3: We, we can't, you know, strip mine the, the Yosemite or whatever it is. So, But the one that's the most important, the one above all, is water. You can't go off the water standard like you, off the, you can go off the gold standard. Desalination doesn't work. I mean, you can try it may be okay for a for a submarine but not for the world water fresh water aquifers the most important thing alive today they always ask we're exploring the universe we're looking for a a planet that has water does it have water is it frozen maybe where there's water there's life you know the drill remember when want to say in the 80s, when all of a sudden bottled water came along? You never walked around with a bottle of water. You went to a water fountain, or maybe, I don't know. But that changed everything. Water became very posh, very cool. Your brand of water. Very important. Well, even our old buddy, Muammar Gaddafi, by the way, the only man whose name can be spelled with a G, a Q, or a K. And 50 different spellings within those three. Well, he decided that he was going to make Libya arable. And there's this thing called the Nubian Sandstone Aquifer that, that uh, Libya sits atop. And he was going to pump about $25 billion into this. And he's going to say, and I'm going to make, I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to get all this water. And they said, no. Who are they? Well, you know who they are. And people wonder, what was this problem? Well, going off, the, you know, nationalizing oil. That wasn't smart. Not playing along. Maybe the whole Lockerbie thing. Maybe, maybe that, that. We'll get to that one day. Now, some people said, that might be it. What's this water thing? Iraq. What's with Iraq? The Tigris and the Euphrates? The Fertile Crescent? The Garden of Eden? Wait a minute. This area is pretty, boy, this is important. The Golan Heights, water. Shall I just go through this? Water. The casus belli. Look where the Bush family has spent, invested billions. Who owns the water? Look at the Nestle Corporation and others as well. Who owns the water? I'm a lawyer by profession. You have your property. Where you live, your home, you have your your your, your deed and your, your land. And used to have mineral rights. You can you can you own what was below you and what was above you? The ad selim to the heavens. And then easements came along and all this other kind of stuff. But who owns the water? Who owns this? We're gonna find out. It's the issue. And notice how more and more you're hearing about there's no water in this and then there's flint and then this was contaminated and then we have to bring in uh, bottled water. And I mean, we're a country that goes crazy over toilet paper. When COVID broke, remember that? There was a toilet paper shortage. What the heck did toilet paper have to do with COVID? I have no idea. But imagine water all of a sudden, because you think when you go to the water, you turn that. on. And we here in New York, we have the great aquifers from upstate, and you know when there's it's the best water. And I can't imagine what it would be like if we just did not have that. Is that possible? Is that even remotely possible? Is anybody talking about this? How do we guarantee? Could somebody shut off our water? Is it a part of a grid? Who protects it? Who owns it? What if somebody comes along and makes a claim for it? When we go to a different country, or anybody goes to a country and claims it, either through war or what have you, who owns the water? Who owns it? Can you take it? Is it yours? Is there any kind of a humanity aspect to it? Or we, Would we then turn to the UN to dispense this? Why isn't anybody even bringing this up? Hydroimperialism. 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 The issue that is going to be existential, literally, actually, before your very eyes. It's going to blow your mind. And I have been talking about this, I think, forever. Because I see as clear as day. Look what's happening with our farms. Look what's happening with our food. Look what's happening to our crops. Look what's happening to a lot of things that we just kind of take for granted, like our toilet paper. Look what's happening. And look how easy it is for there to be an interruption in supply chain and the ability to possess and enjoy. Think about that, my dear friend. And if you could not you would, in my northern sky is a great Nick Drake intoned. Would you please like this video? Subscribe to the channel. And by all means, and this is critical, comment as you see fit.